Welcome to Eyes Closed, where we dive deep inside of your heart to resonate and vibrate all the different dimensions that are a part of your identity, of your soul, and of your energy body. I am a Reiki healer, a human design reader, and an Akashic Records channeler. I'm here to guide you and travel with you throughout the different levels of life and the depth of the human experience. This is my passion project, Eyes Closed, where I'm just getting geeky about my research in the esoteric fields and not only from reading, but from experiencing it. Come with me to learn all of this, to experience all of this, not from a book, but from an actual touching of these realities. Welcome to the multiverse. Welcome to Eyes Closed. I'm so happy to welcome you into a field that I've been playing with for months, and that is Gene Keys. Gene Keys is a sister science of human design that I practice and offer sessions with, and I'm still trying to crack the code to understand how I can unlock it for myself and maybe offer it for others. But in the meantime, I've talked with Bella. She does this professionally and she has so much wisdom and so much heart into what she says and what she shares. And you can see just how much Gene Keys has an impact on someone when you hear how she feels about it, how she's felt about it, and what are the promises of this beautiful science. And that's what I wanted to show you today, that when we dabble into things like astrology or human design or any any kind of esoteric science that has a say in where we're at and what we were born with and what might be our purpose, well, those things, they actually change you. And I'm here to show you that it's wonderful to invest in yourself, to invest in your self-discovery. And that is just one of those episodes. So if you don't know anything about human design, I'm going to redirect you to this episode where I talk about the impact that human design and living according to my design has had for the past, well, two years. And I'm also going to redirect you to the many different places in which Bella Crystal is sharing in her wonderful community Living Matrix. She's sharing every day about an aspect of Gene Keys and it's inspiring and it's a beautiful space to be in. So thank you. Thank you very much for being here. Thank you for having listened to all those episodes and I want to tell you that in the past weeks, I've been offering Reiki for free in the shape of group healings. That was an episode that was here a few weeks ago. I, will, I linked it. And I'm offering more of those healings on my Instagram in the live function. So follow me and turn your notifications on because I'll be popping in whenever I have a message coming from my guides whenever there's something that just pops and that wants to be listened to I'll be sharing it so have fun enjoy and I highly recommend you to check out your Gene Keys profile and to start investigating into what those keys mean what your 
golden path might be and how you can radiate more and more into your true authenticity. So I'm going to put a link so that you might discover well all the new features that Jinkies has because Jinkies is evolving and it's including more and more data and more and more understanding of the psyche and of our soul and of just energy. So the link is in there so that you can create your own hologenetic profile which is based on your birthday and birth hour and location and starts investigating. Thank you. See you soon. So welcome Bella. Thank you so much for your time and thank you so much for your energy. I'm so happy to welcome you to Eyes Closed. Mm, thank you. So I am very interested by what you do, by your perspective on actually those different sciences. So you work with human design and with gene keys. How did you discover the gene keys? So I had, I basically couldn't, I, I got into them at the same time. And I feel like that was the most important thing that could happen to me because I know many people go into one system and then there is a bit of a resistance to invite the other in. Um, I discovered my human design photograph online in 2013 and I just had a recognition that something was that something clicked and I you could say that I came out of a period of my life that had been really difficult I had basically lost my everything basically a year before my health the relationship I had been in for a long time I moved back from the United States to to Europe um, and it felt like everything got really dark and I I kind of nothing there was nothing under my feet and then I had just taken a new uh, work project I was a business consultant at the time and right when I arrived to San Diego I somehow found human design um, and right after I found it I spoke to one of my best friends and at the same time he had found it too but like not not because of us talking and he recommended me somebody in San Diego no in San Francisco so I drove up the coast and I had a session with her and at the moment she was actually doing the wisdom keepers which is a, a deck of, of tarot card that are one deck for like one card for each um, gene key uh, so, so she introduced me to human design at the same time to the gene keys and the way that I work is, is really that I, I use human design in the gene keys, feeling that human design is the masculine left brain system and the gene keys is the more poetic, feminine, you know, right brain storytelling systems. And together they can kind of be like our mother figure and our father figure that really support us in, in the experiment, if you want, like that's how we speak about it in human design. Like you go into an experience in, in what it is to live your life exactly like who you are, aligned with who you are, and not conditioned by everything that is on the outside, whether it comes from your lineage or from society that you are in right now. Thank you for saying all of this. This is my mission in this world. It's to make people return to their authentic, you know, their authentic essence and this is exactly what i found when i discovered gene keys as well i was impressed with 
all of it. I want to, how want to know how, how did it prompt you to become a professional in Gene Keys and to study it so much and to share your knowledge with others? So this was not, of course, a mind decision. And this is really what I feel we discover. The deeper we get into the work, we realize that the mind is an, is an amazing instrument, but it's really not what we use to make decisions. Um, and this is something that I have to remind myself of. And right before getting on the podcast, I was, I was recording something about decision-making. And I realized that I fall in the trap again thinking sometimes that I decide with my mind and getting upset with my mind for not, for not like giving me what I want. So, so really what happened was that I went into it for myself. And like I said, after that period that was quite dark and full of question marks and kind of feeling in my own life, how could it get so bad? Like how could I get so off track after feeling like I had studied at the best school, the best business school, I learned so many languages, I lived in seven countries. How could I find myself in my home country at the age of, of 30 or 32, feeling like I hadn't accomplished anything that was of any value? So really it was for me a journey of, of self-discovery or coming back to what matters. Um, and I guess for two years almost, I was using it for myself and I was getting deeper and deeper and also threading human design with the gene keys. Uh, and I did, I started, uh, I did a course with uh, human design, an eight week course, and I decided to become a certified guide with the gene keys. I signed up for all the programs that they have. So I did it, of course, very, like I, I always do things 100% if I do them. It wasn't until two years later that when I worked with companies and management teams that I realized that human design, especially the connection charts, when you put two people's charts on top of each other or even more than two people, you can see themes that are challenges or themes where there's like synergy and how you can use that in team dynamics to really understand the energy between people and especially of course we when when there are like people that need to collaborate in order for a company to work or in order for you know increased profit so i started to use it so much more in my work um and what happened maybe a year later was that i was something with a corporate world where i felt like it took so much time and i was infusing what i felt a little bit of truth in the corporate world but it didn't go I felt like it took so much time. So that's when I started more to even share about my journey, maybe on Facebook. And I had you know, people that had worked with me, contact me, maybe one CEO would have her sister wanting to do a reading with me. So then I was like, okay, you know, maybe it's not infusing a little bit of truth in a big kind of machine that is the corporate world. Maybe whoever is open and receiving and curious should have the possibility to to understand more and to, and to work with me. So that's when I started to open up for, for whoever is ready to, to start on, on a journey with me. And, and I guess it's not, it's really been gradual because I, I was still working with a lot of clients in 2017. Last year, I really sized down. I started to travel to places like India and Brazil, all these kinds of things for my own inquiry. And this year, you know, it's really, even more downsizing the, the business side and going into to just 
allowing whatever comes to me, like, you know, you contacting me is just something that it's coming to me. It's something that I'm receiving and I'm not so much going out and, and trying to do anything. It's not my mind wanting to, wanting to do this. It's coming to me and it's so beautiful as a generator in human design to respond to life rather than going and look for clients or look for, you know, look for a direction when the direction is more about responding in the moment to what's there. That's beautiful. Thank you so much. I love your journey. I'm very mm -hmm. glad that you're here to, you know, teach us and learn and show us what it could represent. I want to talk about Gene Keys themselves. So what I love about Gene Keys is the fact that they are a shadow and then there is a gift about every energy. There is three layers to every energy. I would like to know what, how do you understand this kind of evolutionary understanding of energy? For me, the fact that the Gene Keys have that frequency band that you're speaking about from a low frequency of contraction and fear, basically, to a high frequency of expansion and love. Um, for me, that's, that's why I can trust them because there is no black or white, there is not right or wrong. It's just like everything in the universe, it has a polarity. And that's how in, you know, in, in the 3D world where there is duality, that's how we get to experiment and how we get to understand existence. Um, and the fact that it's so allowing that, like Richard Rudd says, that, you know, from the gift, from the shadow, we, it's, it's opening the door to the higher frequencies. So there is nothing to try to not be. And just again, going back to human design, in human design, you have like a not self, the open centers. I mean, one way is to like follow some kind of strategy so that you don't fall you know, fall into these risks and this like shadow frequency or not self, you could say. Um, and, and with the gene keys, you don't have, you don't have a wrong way of doing it. And the beautiful thing too, when I work with people in the hologenetic profile, you can see that if you are in the low frequency, the shadow frequency in one key, it's really going to be that frequency kind of in your whole chart. So it also gives you a clarity of how you vibrate right now in a kind of a choice, but it's not a choice by a determination to jump up to the gift, but an allowing and an understanding and a pausing in the shadow will open up for you to be able to transcend that and, and, and actually start to maybe see or feel or long for the gift. So it's a very kind of natural and allowing way, a very feminine and receptive way, instead of an action-oriented determination to jump up a frequency, if you, yeah, if you want. That's how, that's how I see it. And also the book by Richard Rudd is always about showing you exactly what it could look like. It's expanding our mind, but also our hearts to see what the gift could look like in a society that also needs to become a little bit more conscious and this is why i love it because it's showing me the way that i would love this universe to be like where we're communicating with different animals and we're able to respect the energy of others and to open ourselves so that's why it's very hopeful and i really connect with it so thank you for this so when we go on the gene keys chart we're actually creating something that is called the hologenetic profile and there's a few different spheres I would like to understand, can you explain to us the different sequences that are kind of telling us the strategies of 
well, how we are going into this life with this Jinky profile. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the beautiful thing with the hologenetic profile, and you could say what we call the golden path, because the golden path is the journey through all the sweets, the, the sequences, uh, it's that it's not overwhelming. You can really just start with the first sequence and then stay there, basically stay there forever, because it's kind of, you're always going to come back to it anyway. That's why we say the hologenetic. So the hologenetic means that there are holons. And so a holon is part of a bigger holon that is part of a bigger holon. So basically it's kind of a cellular thing. You have a cell in your body that's part of an organ that is part of your body. That's part of mother earth. That's part of the universe. This is really kind of that thing you can go anywhere to any gene key or any sequence and kind of see the whole within that that's why you don't really need much more than your own willingness to dive in and to to expand and to understand more um, and and the way that the sequences are, are built is that the first sequence is the activation sequence and then you're going to look at um, at the positions of the sun and the earth uh, in the moment you were born and also the soul activations that are connected to that moment. And it's what we call the four prime gifts. So you're going to have four gene keys, four activations that are going to tell you kind of what you need in order to start your journey, but also what are your kind of superpowers. So it's really what's going to make you ground in your purpose. It's really your role here. It's about your challenge. It's about how you keep healthy. So it's really kind of the the kind of the overview of everything and where you can really start and understand so much. And if, if we would, you know, if we would follow what Richard Rudd says, it's really, if we are going to do readings for somebody, for example, if we're going to start, that's all we need from the beginning, because that's something that we are going to recognize in ourselves. And often what makes us want to go deeper because there's going to be such a recognition because like we see in astrology, if you're a Taurus or if you're a Leo, uh, the sun sign is something that you are going to be able to understand in yourself. So this is the same kind of recognition that you will have when you look at your life's work at the sun in the moment you were born. That's why we start there, because then it's kind of, you know, it's going to spark that um, interest and, and curiosity. Um, and then we have the inner sequences which is the Venus sequence, with our, which are different placements of Mars, uh, Venus, and the Moon. They really have to do with our relationships. You know, Venus and Mars are the archetypes of the feminine and masculine. So it's like, you know, our emotions and very much the inner, that, that you could say is a feminine, um, a feminine and, and a sequence that have to do with love and emotions. Uh, and that's what we, that's the one that comes after the activation. And, and then when we walk through that one, the third sequence is the pearl sequence. And then we have the sun, Mars again, and Jupiter. So then we ha have the more masculine planets. And it has to do with our outer manifestation. How do we work with others? You know, how, do we, how does the vocation fuel our lives work? Um, where in an organization, for example, do we find our genius? So it's, it's, a, it's very much kind of the outer essence of what we're here to do. And I mean, now we are just kind of in the, that moment where the new website have been launched and there is a new sequence that is called, it's probably going to be so called the Star Merkaba because we're adding three more uh, planets to um, the Pearl sequence. And we're adding like feminine or, 
yeah, involution planets is called. It's kind of those planets that have to do with the form, that have to do with Earth. So it's going to be Uranus uh, for creativity, for example. Um, and it's, it's kind of making that pearl sequence that I was just speaking about, not only about outer manifestation, but also kind of, you know, coming into form and coming up in consciousness. And it's, it's so... It's, it's like really a mystery school that we are walking into. And, you know, maybe it's a, a bit too much for the podcast, but I'm so excited about this because it's really when we have the triangle of involution, evolution, when we merge the feminine and the masculine for real, it becomes a vehicle where we can start to explore other, you know, even, even other dimensions. So for me, this is kind of, this is where we're going. What we have to walk into those sequences in order to be able to really travel to, to uh, you know, aware frequencies and awareness and an awareness where we haven't been before. And that's where the gene kids are ultimately taking us to an expanded awareness where like there are no limits anymore, I would say. This is beautiful. I, I saw the new logo. I saw the new website, the new branches. I saw the Merkaba and I was like, all right, yeah, I'm up for it. And we definitely need to, to do this multidimensional travel to get to our gifts. I mean, the gifts of all those energies are above and beyond what we have on earth right now. If we want to learn telepathy and how to communicate with animals, we do have to communicate with other beings. And yeah, this is not too much for the podcast. I'm usually channeling other entities on the podcast, so don't worry, but <laughs> I'm so excited by what, what is evolving. The fact that Gene Keys is not uh, stuck in a, in, a, in a space and that it's actually evolving and becoming bigger. So thank you. Thank you. Yeah. I want to know what is your favorite aspect or your favorite sphere in Gene Keys? What is you, the thing that you want to start all of your sessions with? So I, I'm probably somebody, I'm a fourth line, a four six in my profile. So that's what you can see from your activation sequence. If you look at the dot after the actual gene key, which means that I'm a networker. It means that I'm somebody who always connects with people kind of where they are at. So I love to do that. Uh, at the same time, if I would say what is my passion and that is connected to what we just said about the Merkaba, my passion and my discovery, you could say, uh, in like exactly like you say, it's a living transmission. And once you're in it, you or me or anybody, we're going to start receiving wisdom from the transmission. It's like, it's not, it's not a person. It's not Richard Rudd. It's really a wisdom that's there and, and can speak to us. So for me, since last year, uh, when I was actually in Brazil and I was taking time off in the jungle and I was, I was changing my my life to be more receptive and more in my feminine i received um you can say that i received wisdom about this the sphere that is in the very very middle of uh, the hologenic profile so in the current uh, profile it says the sq so this is venus on on the the sign side or the, the venus in the soul activations which is the design if we look at at human design um 
And when we speak about it in the Venus sequence, we say this inner child is the, is the developmental phase in your life from zero to seven years old. And it's also your physical, because when you're zero to seven years old, you're too young to process anything emotionally in your EQ or um, intellectually in your IQ, which are two other activations in that same sphere, uh, in that same sequence. So what I received is that this point is also I mean, it's also what we call the love point. It's also the seed of your Kundalini, of your life force. And, and when we start with a, with a star pearl and the Merkaba, what happens is that we add a planet in that same position, which is Saturn. So in the same position, in the middle of the chart, we're going to have Venus and Saturn together, merged as one. And this is something so beautiful because it's the feminine and the masculine as that seed or the feminine and the masculine coming together and the merging becomes a third you know a third it becomes the relationship it becomes the the love or the merkaba between them and it's also the point of our stability if the feminine and the masculine in the very very middle of that central point of our chart if they are not dancing in harmony, if their marriage is not stable, there's nothing else in the chart that can really be stable. So this is really, really, really my passion because it's also the point of connection between the Venus sequence and the Pearl sequence. It's really in that merging between the inner and the outer. And what I've been looking at the last year is really how we can look at those two activations. We can look at the shadow of Venus and the shadow of Saturn and see what happens when, they are, when the marriage is not in harmony. We can look at the gifts and see how they can basically fall in love with each other. Um, so in also the fact that I'm all about the physical body, about health, about Tantra, about understanding how energy moves to be able to go into the very, very point of origin, our own life force, that seed when, when, you know, when, when the child is made, basically, um, and where we are in, the, in that core of the cellular, of the physical, where we have only the cell memories that are done because we're so young, so there's before blockages in a way. So to go to that point and look at it from from a perspective that we both can see the physical body, we can see the inner child, we can see our sexuality, we can see our vitality. For me, that is so core. And that's where I kind of want to take everybody and, and where also my own background of Tantra, of you know, health, of Gene Keys, that where everything merges. So that's, that's absolutely my passion. And also, like you see, that one is connected to the core, which is the core wound uh, on one side and on the other side of the sequence is connected to the EQ, which is our emotional body. And those are also points where I see that many times in society today, we're trying to distract ourselves out from this because it's too hard to feel. And my understanding is that if you really want to transcend, distraction is not going to be the way of doing that. So kind of just seeing what it is that, it, that we need to include in order to be able to, to really tap into this and, and get into the truth and the intelligence and the wisdom of this position. Thank you. I love Saturn and Venus together. It's like reestablishing the order by also just like evolving femininity and just, you know, letting it be a part of the way we understand order. Because they might, you know, think it's chaos, it's just so flowing, but it's actually just like, it has an order of listening to yourself, 
your intuition is not a, a wave that is destroying everything. Your way, your intuition is a beautiful whisper that tells you what is the next path. So I love the fact that they are together. About the SQ, um, I see that is it is the only one that is being crossed by the four different spheres in your activation sequence. So I wanted to know how do you understand like evolution has to pass by the core of the charge, the SQ, in order to become the radiance. Exactly. This is, you know, I get chills when you ask me this because I don't often get to speak about it. And there is something when I get chills, when, you know, that I know that we're tapping into something that is that is important. Right. So I feel like you're just you're just adding to what we just said, the magic and the importance of as human beings in 3D everything has to pass by the physical, by the cellular, by the DNA, because the very mutation of what we are mutating to or what we are repairing or where we are transcending to has to go by that densest layer. Because if it goes through the densest, it's going to go through all the more subtle layers. So, you know, the emotional, the mental, the spiritual. And there is just showing us that wherever you go, whatever sequence, whatever, uh, whether you go backwards or forwards through the sweet sequences, through the golden path, there's, there's, you're always going to be taken back to that SQ, which Richard also speaks about as the zero point or the love point. Um, and you have the you have the pathway of realization on one side of it and the pathway of love on the other side of it. So it's, it's kind of really telling us that it has to go through that. And you also need to go back to that, that very first, the zero to seven um, years old. There, there are secrets in there that we are not here to forget about that. That's where we need to go, all of us, in order to, we have to, to have that inner child with us. Otherwise, we cannot really move forward. Um, and maybe something about the fact that it's there from the beginning in the activation. You know, it's really what we say in the activation sequence. We say the life's work and the evolution. And then we have like a veil through the profile. And then on the other side, we have the radiance and the purpose. And I guess that it really speaks about that veil that somehow you have to go, you have to feel into the very core of, of why you're here and what you came here as in order to be able to get into that soul activation. And really, I would say that what we want to do is that, and this is even more clear in human design, we want the, the conscious activations of life's work and evolution to collaborate with the radiance and the purpose. So the sun and the earth on both sides, you know, the moment you were born and three months before when the soul incarnated, we want the personality to be of service to the soul, to the, which means the, the radiance and the purpose. And that's where you need to include the heart because the heart is the connection point between your soul and your personality. If your personality just gets to do its own thing, it can easily you know get trapped into mind or get trapped into ego but when you include the heart the soul comes automatically so i guess that that's what it says in in this in the first sequence include the heart in order to be able to to make the soul and the personality work together and become closer
And that's when you radiate, radiance, when your heart starts to activate and you're actually having ripples. Your emotions, your joy is actually getting bigger than you, what your body can entail. And that's when you start to love others and help them. It's wonderful. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And thank you for letting me share this. You know, it's very seldom that I get to really go into it and, and, and share it from, from this depth. So, you know, I'm really grateful for ask, for getting to getting to respond to these questions. I'm so happy that I get to ask those questions. So thank you for answering. Thank you for being here because it's wonderful to be able to share with someone instead of being in, well, in my books and in my studies. And I get the chance to speak with you who knows about all of those things because you are living it. This is your life. You are, um, you're, you've done the work, I guess. That's what I want to say. Thank you. I have another question. <laughs> So we talked about the shadow and the gift. So those are two layers of every energy. There's a third called the city. Could you explain to us what is the city and is it possible to emerge this layer in this life right now, 2019? Yeah, so this is also a question that I love. Um, I, I go back to saying kind of how we're speaking about almost spirals before when you are when you are seeing for example that you are in the shadow of your life's work or your evolution which are the shadows that often are going to be there a lot for us then like i said you can see that you're tapping into other shadows in your profile it becomes this thing that goes kind of round and round so in my case for example it's you know dislocation division discord uh, so it kind of goes round and round and then as a fourth line uh, personality, when I get to come back to my heart and I, you know, my heart is not numb anymore and I, I dare to trust again, then everything opens up and I can go up to the orientation, to the inner guidance, um, to the nurturing, like all these things open up and suddenly I find myself looking at the, now they're not green anywhere, anymore in the new web, in the new website, but they used to be red in the shadow and green in the, in the gift. So suddenly I was in the gift frequency and everything was in green in my, in my chart. Um, and what happens when you live a lot in your gifts, you're going to have glimpses. It's going to really mostly be moments and in those kinds of glimpses where you tap into the city. And I would say that it's the, it's kind of the God frequency or the create creator frequency that if you were, you know, how I feel it, it's like, we are, we are, we have an animal nature that is here with us. We have a human nature that has to do with our heart and we have a creator nature, which is like, we are the creator of our lives. We are gods in one way. So we are animal, human and God at the same time, living and walking in this Maya. And, and what happens when we, when we walk very much in our heart and in the true human nature, we are tapping into our own, to realizing that we are creating this, you know, this Lila that we are in. Um, and the beautiful thing is that that's kind of the magic and the glimpses of the cities are showing us that we are walking our truth. So the more you have moments of timelessness, boundlessness, unity, you know, all the beautiful words of the cities, you know that you are, that you are anchored in, you know, anchored in your purpose and aligned with your genetic blueprint. And, and it's just this beautiful, I would say, confirmation that you are, you are becoming your own role model. Um, so I would really say use the cities, meditate on the cities, you know, use the cities, even if they're not 
your pathway because the pathway is really the gift. That's as a human being what you can walk every day, whether whether it's guidance, orientation, uh, you know, equality, it doesn't matter. That's something that you can be in all the time. The cities is something that you want to, you want to imagine, you want to bring in, you want in different ways. So the cities, I would say, play with them and then realize that when you invite them in, they too are going to become part of your reality. And that's when the reality becomes magic. And this is a lot with you know, the 60s gene key that speak about realism. And realism seems kind of a boring gift, but it's actually magic realism. Because when we go up into the higher frequencies, reality, the Leela becomes magic. And we realize that we are creators of our own, of, of everything that we are vibrating, that are, is vibrating around us and that we are attracting to us, I would say. Thank you so much. Thank you. I have a last question. How can we find out about you and how can we book a session with you? What is, what is your universe like? So like I said before, still this is just very organically happening. So the, the main way that people contact me is, is on Facebook. So it would be either Bella Crystal on Facebook or my Facebook group Living Matrix. Um, and the other way that people find me is I have a YouTube channel. There's also very new. It's called Gene Keys and Human Design. Uh, so just basically writing me a message uh, or even commenting in the group. I, I really love interaction and I feel like a lot of things in the beginning of the journey can happen by just being part of a group. Not We, we don't have to you know, commit before we, it really resonates. So the curiosity of, of starting, and also what I feel, this is important in the Gene Keys groups, I feel there's a lot of respect and a lot of curiosity. And it's a, it's a group field that I feel is so open and loving. And sometimes in the human design groups, I feel a little bit of a certain way that we have to interact and that we have to be, and that we have to be very, um, very, how do you say, um, faithful to, to exactly that uh, specific teaching. And what I want to invite, especially in Living Matrix and those groups where we speak not only about the gene keys, but we can bring in different systems, is that, you know, th that can be a really good, a good start because what I share in the world is not a teaching. It's more like how can we start to weave and synthesize those things? So I would say, you know, if you resonate, then book a session with me, but really start to just tap into to those, you know, to the, to, to the videos and to other people posting things. And if you resonate with a group field, then go deeper and then maybe, you know, get, a, get an exploration with your own charts and, and understand more uh, and, and just take it natural the way that it comes and, and what resonates because your truth, like you said, when we tune inwards and we tune into the heart, we know what's right for us and it's easy. It's not even a decision. It kind of just goes naturally. Um, yeah. Thank you so much, Bella. Thank you so much. Have a great night. <laughs> thank you so much for everything. Yeah. Thank you so much again. And for letting me go to this depth is something that I really, I feel really moved uh, by it. So yeah, really, really big, big thank you. Thank you.
Thank you for listening to this. Thank you for listening to this episode. I hope you learned and enjoyed this beautiful series of minutes. I want to tell you of a little thing. While I'm very, very happy to be a researcher and to dive into all of those fields and introduce you to them, I'm also available for sessions. And if you'd like my input, my research and my gifts, I'd be happy to offer you a few sessions. I'm multidisciplinary, so I do a lot of things and I'm... I'd like to say I'm talented at all of them because my clients are coming back for more. I'm going to keep it simple. I can work on your aura and your energy body with Reiki. That's done remotely, wherever you are in the world. We can contact each other, we can connect, and I can scan your body and remove what's been you know, keeping you down. And based on three keywords, I can create different symbols. I can make a cleanse based on what you want from life. It's very personal. Following that session, I draw your aura and I draw the healing in an energetical portrait. That, I love it. And I think my clients love that just as much. It's beautiful to have a visual aspect. Other than that, I'm also very much into human design and I've been talking about it for a few episodes now. So if you'd like to have a session that encompasses knowledge about your astrology, but very much based on your human design charts to know how better to live your life, to explore your career, your relationships and, well, your authentic identity, your real essence... I'm here for it and I love getting geeky and drawing strategies for you to start making this human design science a very tangible part of your life because knowing well yeah we can know a lot of things but if we don't have ways to make it a very very helpful thing in your life then what's the use? <laughs> I'm laughing because it took some time for me to do that for myself. But now that I've done it, I'm just much, much happier with it. Other than that, I'm also channeling the Akashic Records. And that, my friends, is accessing a vibrational dimension that allows me to answer to each of your questions as the masses and teachers and loved ones. I mean, there are spiritual guides that are here with your book of life and they're able to answer all of your questions based on your past, your past lives, your present and your future. And they're able to see on all the different layers of your life with this very wide angle objective view and it helps you to know that the path is drawn for you and there are some street lamps, some paper lights along the way for you to understand the different chapters and start to enjoy your life in a better way. Those are my different offerings. And if you'd like to do a mix, I'm here for it because I'd love to just play with those fields. I have people coming up to me with 
Hi, I'd like to have an Akashic reading while you're doing my human design. And I'm up for it. And I'm doing it. I'm going to present your chart and then we're going to answer all the questions as I am reading your Akashic records. If you'd like some Reiki, but you also like to concentrate on a specific center or a specific chakra that is based on your human design or your astrology, I'm here for it. I'm just an application and you get to play how much you want with the different filters. And I love it. So contact me. <laughs> My website is in the show notes and I'm, I'm just excited to meet with you. All right. Have a great week and see you soon. Thank you.